Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing Word from God. God bless you. So just in in these few minutes, I I want to talk to you about the, the power of the unseen. The power of the unseen. In 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18, 2 Corinthians 4, 18, says, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen or the unseen. We don't look at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen, which is really interesting. Hang on, what do you mean the things that are not seen? That's where we look. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The things which you see are temporal. They're here today, gone tomorrow. But the things that are unseen are eternal. If the things which are seen are temporal and the things which are unseen are eternal, then the Bible is probably the only transcript is probably the only piece of literature that encourages you that that tells you to look beyond the three-dimensional world of height depth and breadth that looks you to beyond materialism it looks it gets you to look beyond stuff it gets you to look beyond substance and things it gets you to look into a realm that there is an there is an unseen realm and the unseen realm rules over the seen realm In the beginning, God said, let there be light. The Bible says nobody has ever seen God. So the unseen speaks the seen into existence. The seen is temporary. The unseen is eternal. The unseen rules over the seen. Here's the key. If the unseen rules over the seen, those that see the invisible achieve the impossible. Those who see the invisible achieve the impossible. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to, to say is that Emerge wants you to, to lift your eyes, shift your eyes above just where everybody else lives, looking, looking at the outward, looking at the external. How many people know when, when, when Jesus walked on the earth, they scratched their heads when he came, Mark chapter 6, he comes to his own, own town and country. And, and the Bible says, they scratched their heads and they said, well, what is this? What, 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 what teaching is this? What, what mighty miracles are performed at his hands? Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this not the carpenter's son? Ah, not his brothers and sisters here with us and they... They couldn't put two and two together and they were offended because they couldn't get beyond the scene. He grew up there. They knew his history. They couldn't see the unseen. The Bible says Jesus would often withdraw in the wilderness and lonely places, solitary places, and there he'd pray. Jesus walked with an unseen power. Samson, Samson, when, when most times when you see Hollywood, Hollywood casts Samson as this, this muscular guy. 
But the Bible says that the, the, the Philistine says, we, we want to know what the secret to his great strength is. If he looked like the Incredible Hulk, they say, well, it must be this. But, but, but the, the, he, had, he had a strength that, that defied his physique, that def, defied his stature. There was, there was a supernatural, there was something unseen. There was something invisible that was empowering him. I remember a few years ago, uh, I was, you know, I just really liked Conor McGregor. I really liked Conor McGregor. He's a loud mouth, but I just love the, you know, the, the, the street to, to the rags to riches story. And I remember there was this, you know, he, he, there was a fight scheduled and then they, he, you know, he was kind of canceled, well, putting a possible delay on the fight because he wanted to negotiate a bigger chunk of the pay-per-view. Because, you know, all over the world, there's going to be hundreds of millions of dollars in pay-per-view. And he already had a, a purse, win or lose. It was already, he was already going to make tens of millions. But he actually wanted a larger percentage of even the pay-per-view. So the world that we live in gets, gets two men in a, in a ring and everybody wants to see these two men go at it in the ring. So, so he, he, these two men will get into a ring with the crowd, the stadium, they're all watching on the screens. And then on that screen, is broadcast to the whole world through pay-per-view. David, in the Bible, who did have a heavyweight title, who did take down Goliath, said the reason I'm qualified to fight Goliath is because in the invisible, in the unseen, where nobody was watching, I fought lions and bears. I killed lions and bears. Nobody was watching. Because of what I did in the invisible, because of what I did in the unseen, I have authority in the seen. The Pharisees in the Bible... The Pharisees in the Bible had no power. They had religion. Emerges, we're not trying to make you religious. We're not trying to say, hey, you've tried drugs, you've tried booze, you've tried, what about religion? And it's just another, it's, it's, there's no power. I wouldn't, we wouldn't waste your time. The Pharisees were, were as religious as they come but there was no power. One time Jesus is in the temple and the Bible says the Pharisees and the scribes were watching him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath. And there was a man with a, with a, with a withered hand. And, and so Jesus says to the Pharisees and the scribes, he says, hey, it's the Sabbath. And they're like, yeah, we're watching you. And he says, well, on the Sabbath, what, 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 is, what is lawful? Is it lawful to do good or is it lawful to do evil? If one of you hypocrites has an ox and it falls into a ditch, don't you immediately pull it out because you need that ox to plow your field? And then he says to the man, stand up and come down the front. So the man comes down the front and Jesus looking around, sees that they're all, nobody's supporting him. He's on his own. So he says to the man, stretch out your hand. And, and the man st stretches out his hand and gets healed. And the Bible says, the next verse says, and the Pharisees and scribes immediately went out and plotted how they might destroy Jesus. What? He just did a, this guy's been coming to your 
religious freaking ceremonies every week, you don't have enough power to flow the to blow the fluff off a peach. And Jesus comes in and visits your temple and heals a crippled man who can't work, whose ability to earn and his self-image and everything is, is, is diminished. Jesus heals him and your first thought is how you might go out and destroy him. They did that because they had all religion and they had no power. But watch this in Matthew 23, Matthew 23, 25 and 26, Jesus, I mean, he rails on the freaking scribes and the Pharisees. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you freaking hypocrites. And I put freaking in there because it's emphases. Watch this. He says, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are full of extortion, self-indulgence. You know, another place he calls them whitewashed tombs. On the outside, you're all sparkling, but you're full of corruption and, and stench and decomposing. And he says, blind Pharisee, first, first deal with the inside of the cup and the inside of the dish, that the inside may be clean also. Can I just tell you, this is what religion does. Religion is what Adam and Eve did. They, they sewed fig leaves together because as soon as they realized they had deficit in sin, they, they, they went with what everyone else could see. They put on fig leaves in the garden just try, trying to blend. It emerged, we want you to live beyond a fig leaf experience, beyond a facade experience, beyond just an external, beyond just dealing with the outside, dealing with the... When men struggle, they struggle in silence. When men die, they die in silence. They die in isolation. The, 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 devil, the devil tempts you when there's nobody looking. The devil tempts you when there's nobody watching. Satan puts suicidal thoughts in men when there's nobody around, when they feel they've got nobody else in their world. The, the, the devil knows that the battle is in the unseen. Why? Because it's the unseen that rules over the scene. The unseen is the place of power. When they, when they said about Samson, they, they said, Delilah, just, just find out what the secret of his strength is. She, they, they, they wanted to know what his strength was so they could take away his vision. And the strength lived in an unseen realm. If you can allow, if you can lean into Emerge, what we aim to do at Emerge is we aim to champion, we aim to elevate, we aim to equip, we aim to empower you to operate in the unseen, to fix your eyes on that which is not seen. Now watch this. One of the greatest heavyweight sensations of boxing of all time is Iron Mike Tyson. Iron Mike Tyson. And, and I'm pretty sure, and I may have the, have it wrong, but I'm 99.9% I'm .9 sure that when his original coach, Customato, was still alive, Mike Tyson never lost. He never lost. It wasn't until Customato had a heart attack and died, and then Don King and these other felons swooped in, and they, 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 they Iron Mike was, was just a paycheck to them. Because when you saw Iron Mike, he was knocking everybody out. He was knocking, he was ferocious. He was knocking everybody out. And when you and I looked at the pay-per-view, when you and I watched one of his fights, we saw Iron Mike Tyson against Riddick Bow. Iron Mike Tyson again. We saw him in the ring against his component. What a lot of people didn't know is that Kaz D'Amato was his coach. 
What a lot of people didn't know was who his cut man was, who his corner men were. Behind every fighter, there's at least four men in the unseen. In fact, it was the same Iron Mike that got, got into the next fight, that got knocked out by Buster Douglas. But the reason he got knocked out by Buster Douglas was because Kazdamato fathered Iron Mike. Don King managed him, never fathered him. When the invisible Rick, when the unseen dimension changed in Iron Mike, Iron Mike Tyson went from the baddest man on the planet, the most feared heavyweight in the planet, to a guy that got knocked out by Buster Douglas and then got knocked out again, knocked out again, knocked out again, knocked out again. The only, the only thing that had changed was the unseen realm, the invisible. What am I saying? I'm saying that you may battle and struggle in silence, but you are wise. You are wise if you have a corner. You are wise if you have three or four men who keep you accountable. Hey, we missed you at men's prayer. Hey, we missed you at church. Hey, how you doing? I had you on my heart. Hey, what are you, what are you doing? It's, it's Labor Day weekend. You grilling? Come over to our house. We're going to grill. We're going to have, how you doing? How's your, I just noticed you've been down. How you doing with your marriage? Hey, I felt God just say to give you some money. I know that you've been between jobs, be, been between. No man can make this thing on their own. Emerge, there's a brotherhood that's meant to develop and emerge. The first murder that happened in the Bible, and the guy thought he could hide it. God comes down to Cain and says, Hey, Cain, where's your brother at? And Cain, you know, he's a little bit jumpy, a little bit defensive. Oh, what? How would I know? What am I, my brother's keeper? God's like, well, actually, yeah. Yeah, you should be your brother's keeper. What have you done? What is this that I hear? I hear your brother's blood crying from the ground for justice. What have you done? The words of a murderer. That, and that's, that's not just a story in the Bible to tell you history. It's a story in the Bible to tell you the first spirit that is occupying opposing God in the earth. It's a covetous murderous spirit it's a spirit that says I'm not responsible for anybody else but myself no man is an island you were not created to be an island and what am I my brother's keeper yeah you're meant to be you're meant to have at least two three four men in your world keeping you accountable strengthening you encouraging you you talk to any guys that, that, that want to put on muscle they'll tell you if you go to the gym, you need somebody who can spot you. Because when you, got, when you think you got no more reps in you, a really good partner will say, come on, one more, just one more. And then when you push that one out, say, come on, you still got one more. There's still one in there. Come on, don't you quit now. They'll get an, they'll, a, really good, a really good partner will get another three or four out of you. You need people in your corner. You need people in your unseen. The first area of the unseen is brothers. The second area of the unseen is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. 
Jesus says, you shall receive power. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Jesus often withdrew and just spent time with the Father, spent time in the Holy Ghost. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. It's praying in tongues. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Every temptation will come to you in secret. Every temptation comes to you in the unseen. Men have thrown away destinies. Men have ruined marriages. Men have thrown away legacies. Men, men have in a moment, in an unseen place when no one was around, when nobody was watching, crossed a line where they can now no longer look into their son's face without feeling a sense of shame. Don't let the devil rob you. Don't let the devil steal from you. The unseen is the power realm. Don't give the devil the power. The unseen is the power realm. The unseen is the power realm. Men struggle with suicidal thoughts in the unseen. Men struggle with pornography in the unseen. Men struggle with anxiety in the unseen. Men struggle with insecurity in the unseen. Men struggle with fear in the unseen. Men struggle with anger and jealousy in the unseen. Men struggle with their addiction in the unseen. They struggle with their in the unseen. Because the devil knows if he can get your unseen, he can get your power. You were created to have power over the devil. The power operates in the unseen. Come on, let's stand to our feet. I want you to lift your hands high to heaven. It's an, it's an emerge night. We're going to have our emerge men, our emerge captains, and our emerge leaders come forward. But I want to, I want to pray for, for every emerge man and every emerge leader first. And what I'm, what I'm sharing to you, let, let me just tell you, as I'm preaching to you, I'm, I'm preaching this to me. What, what I'm sharing as revelation to you is revelation from the Holy Spirit to me. I, I can't tell you how many times in the unseen, how many times in the invisible, how many times when nobody was watching, one of my favorite prayers I ever heard Pastor Phil Pringle, who was my, my pastor for so long, my, my spiritual father. He used to pray this prayer. He'd say, God, keep me even when I don't want to be kept. I can't tell you how many times that prayer has saved my... I almost said that word. Almost, I can, it's a men's night. How many times that, that prayer has saved my ass? I'm telling you. That prayer, so many times. Keep me when I don't want to be kept. Keep me when I don't want to be kept. Keep me when I don't want to be kept. Keep me when I don't want to be kept. Keep me when I don't want to be kept. But we need other people in our lives. I can't tell you how many times I've been able to pick up the phone because I've got three or four people in my corner. My, my cut man, my corner man. You need a cut man. You need, you need people in your corner. They're for you. They're for your battle. They're for you winning in life. Don't do life on your own. First thing God said isn't good is for man to be alone. If you're, if you're an Emerge Lead, would you raise your hand right now? If you're around an Emerge Lead, I want you to put your hand on one of the Emerge Lead's shoulders. Father, we pray right now for our Emerge Leads right now. And in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we know that our, it's our leaders that take the brunt. It's our leaders. Just, just like when we see that V formation of the geese, it's the, it's the leader that, 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 is, that is breaking 
through. It's the leader that is creating the slipstream, but it's the, the leader that takes all the pressure head on. But Father, we thank you, Lord God, that the Bible says that you, are, you cover our head in the day of battle. I thank you for covering. I thank you for anointing. I thank you for breakthrough in their lives. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that there's not one leader here tonight that knows that in the secret place, in the quiet place, in the struggle, in their vulnerability. Lord God, when, when that, that devil rears up and tries to tempt and tries to seduce and tries to pull down, Father, I pray, Lord God, that each and every leader would not listen to the lie of the devil saying, you can't tell anybody, you can't share this because you're the leader. I pray the exact opposite, that they would say, no, I can share this with my co-lead. I can share this with my brothers. I've got a corner. I've got a cut, man. I've got people in my corner that are there when I'm weak. They're there when I'm bleeding. They're there when I'm hurting. They're there when I'm struggling. They're there to patch me up. They're there to put me back. They're there to make sure I can get out and finish the battle. Father, I thank you right now for all our Emerge team leads and all our co-captains in the name of Jesus. Now everybody else, come on, lift your hands one more time. Lift your hands one more time. Say these words. Say, Heavenly Father, tonight I choose to give you, the God of the unseen, my unseen realm. The unseen realm is the place of power. I declare, devil, you're not stealing my power. I'm gaining power because I'm dwelling with God in the unseen realm. Heavenly Father, tonight help me to identify my corner, my cut men. Help me to identify the people behind the scenes in Jesus' name. Okay, just one more real quick, real quick, real quick. Lift your hands if you're married. 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 Dr. Edwin Lewis Cole used to say this. He says that marriage is the closest you'll get to heaven or hell. And there are some days I've had both on the same day. And But every time I've complained, this is how, you know, they try to say God doesn't have a gender. I know he's I know he's a boy. I know he's a man. Number one, because God's a boy's name, but you know, but like just kidding. Because every time I have whined to God in the hell moment with my marriage, in a hell moment, every time I've complained about my wife, he kicked my ass and said it wasn't her, it's me. It's I'm the jack wagon. I'm the and then he told me this. This is what he told me. This is what he told me. He says, when it's difficult and when it feels like hell and when it feels like you just want to pull your hair out, like what the? He says, that's the best moments because your wife is a gift from me to shape you. And right now she is challenging your long, she's challenging your patience. She's challenging your forbearance. She's, she's, she asked a hundred questions. She's she still got another 200 to go. And you've got no bandwidth left in your brain. And it's teaching you to be kind. It's teaching you to listen. And it's teaching you to be courteous. And it's teaching you. And you thought you took her out to a nice restaurant, but then you were on your phone. And then she's like, oh, you spend more time on your phone. There's other things more important than me. Tonight, there's no, 
sexy time and you're like, what the, then I'm, then you're paying the bill. And if you do, you're, you're walking home that night, it's, she is God's gift to whoop your, but I'm saying it's a great gift. It'll make you a greater man. It'll make you a greater leader. So come on, I want you to lift your hands and praise God for your bride. Praise God for your bride and the single pups. You know, let me tell you what I'm doing next year at Emerge. I'm going to have all our beautiful single women serve at Emerge. Serve at Emerge. And, and you know, you may come to Emerge thinking, okay, well, you know, I shouldn't really be looking at the girls. We're going to flip it. You're allowed to look at the girls. I didn't say you're allowed to lust after them. I just said you're allowed to look. But you can say, mm, wow. We're going to get the single girls to serve because I'm, I'm determined. I'm not letting the devil. We've got so many beautiful single girls and we've got so many wonderful guys, but the devil's put like, you know, he, he, like the porn saturated generation. We have men that, that they think they don't need a girl because they can just porn or they porn and now they feel guilty and they feel ashamed. They don't know. We're just going to wipe that garbage out. Let me tell you, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the law. Pornography is the is the is the 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 the, the cheap. It's 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 literally like you're thirsty, and I give you a bottle of salt water, straight out of the ocean. Oh, here you go. What the heck are you doing to me? That's not. That's making me. That's making me even more thirsty. That's what that. It doesn't set. Just what you need is, is the fresh water of a beautiful bride, a wonderful bride, a man learning how to love his bride, how to lead his bride, how to champion, a man learning how to be a husband is a great man. So, Father, I thank you for every husband and every husband to be. I thank you for every leader, every leader to be. I thank you for every man in this place. You're a warrior. And I break the spirit. And I break the lies of the devil. I break every chain. I break every addiction. I break every, every grip of the devil over people's lives. Lust, pornography, alcohol, gambling, booze, whatever it is, I break it now in Jesus' name. I declare freedom over these men, freedom over these men. I keep hearing it over and over and over and over. The, the, the devil wants you to know he's got you in the unseen. He's got your power. Tonight you're getting your power back. 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 Before you leave tonight, get, start enlisting your corner. Start finding who's your two, who's your three, who's your four in Jesus' mighty name. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.